Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, my best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash bluewire. Yo, yo, welcome back. Welcome back. Another very special episode of the Man to Man pod. I'm one half of the pod. Yours truly, Darius Butler. Got my co-host, Antoine Bethea. Yo, yo. And got a very, very special guest with us today. Another member of the secondary. 11-year NFL vet. Safety for the Minnesota Vikings, Harrison Smith. Man, what up, Harrison? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. I see you, uh, I see you suited up. About to go hit them links. Yeah, uh, it's time for the offseason, get a little break from football, you know, try something else. What's, what's your game like, man? What's your handicap out there? It, it was all right. Uh, <laughs> but I played last week and it was it was uh, it was all gone. <laughs> so my cap is like it was a four when I was playing a lot. Oh, shit, OK. Yeah, I was all right. And uh, but honestly, it's it's I was playing like a 15 right now, but I can't I can't change my cap yet. Got so you're gonna leave it at four. Well, I just gotta enter the scores. They always keep the best, you know. So see what happens. I'll I'll get it back. I just gotta <laughs> grind a little bit. Man, I gotta get out there, man. I'm I know I'm I'm some shit. Uh <laughs> for sure. But I, I definitely I definitely gotta get out there. So I got more time on my hand. Yeah, man. Well, uh what what year did you get into it? 
Um, I played a little bit growing up, so I have like I have a decent swing to start with. But um, really, once um, things started shutting down a couple years ago, uh, golf was kind of the only thing open, and yeah, uh, I kind of I kind of fell in love with it. And then uh, Patrick Peterson joined up with us this year with the Vikings. Like me and him were playing. You know, that, three, that three, three every other day. He's out there all the time. Um, yeah. Even if we can just squeeze a couple holes in, he'll get out there. So we were playing a lot last off season, and um, so I got to try to hang with him. You know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you talk. You just told my AB and Fitz how much they used to golf uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. We had uh, yeah, when I was in um AZ, it was it was crazy. It was definitely on Tuesdays on a day off. They was getting out there. Definitely Monday. Um, they was getting out there, and on Fridays when we got out of the building, um, shit, and even Saturdays we had a home game. You know mm, what I'm saying? That's it crazy. Like, it's crazy. And then you know they coming, they got the, they got the fits right, so they getting dressed and they they shooting straight out of there. So, um, getting their tea time. Dope to see. Dope to see. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. But let's let's go back, man. Usually we like to um, you know, talk about guys. Uh, journey, and obviously, you know, you're at the top of the game right now, but I want to go back to kind of the beginning, man, your upbringing, hometown, where you're from, I think you said early, from Knoxville, Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, I was, so I was born in uh, Augusta, Georgia, and uh, I was there for about five years with my family, so, you know, just remember playing in the the neighborhood, but most of my upbringing was in Knoxville, and, uh, you know, was here all the way through high school, Big, uh, big Tennessee fan growing up. Like, yep. that's that's the pinnacle here. Like, no one really cares about the NFL here. They care about Tennessee football, especially at the time. They, yeah, you know, they had Peyton Manning, T. Martin. It was like late '90s, early 2000s. They were rolling. Um, a lot of good defensive players that I grew up watching, uh, like Deion Grant was a safety I really loved. Uh, Al, oh. Leonard Little, Terry Fair, like. Ballers. They just had guys everywhere. And um, so I I really was kind of molded by a lot of those guys. Raynock Thompson was my favorite player. He's a linebacker, number 46. And uh, so that kind of like is how I guess I grew up watching the game. And then mm-hmm. once it was time to go to college, though, Tennessee was kind of on the downturn. And uh, I was just trying to find the right – I guess fit for me and um mm-hmm. I wanted to go play safety and I know I could go play safety at, at, at Notre Dame. Um so I what did you play in uh in high school? When did you start uh, playing football? Man, I started playing football in like third grade. Okay. Um and then so you know played Pee Wee ball, middle school, high school. In high school I played uh played running back, huh? Yeah, I really got recruited off my running back tape. Man, hey, look! I was just looking. I was just looking up your stats, man. <laughs> he was getting busy out there. I was impressive, okay. man. What you had like your senior year? What you had like nineteen hundred yards? I don't know if, if I had that many, but I had. What was my like my best like wow stat was my yards per carry because uh, we ran like the wing T, so I would only oh, get shit, like I hate that. Yeah, like ten to. 12 carries a game kind of but my yards per carry my senior year was like it was over nine like i was (laughs) i was busting a lot of long ones um and i played corner i played corner 
up until my senior year. And I really just played safety because that's where I was getting recruited at mostly. Um, so my coach moved me there. Um, and I really, I would say that wasn't like my best year of defense in high school. Cause it, you know, it's, a di it's different angles and you're seeing the field different. I wasn't, I didn't really know a lot about the game, like instinctually from, from the safety position at the time. I really just wanted the ball in my hands. I just wanted to run with the ball. Mm -hmm. um, so when I went to college, I actually. Oh, ho, 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 hold on real quick. I don't mean to cut you off. Well, we can't skip over the Gatorade National Player of the Year. And, oh, he, oh, okay. He, he, been, he been humble about that resume, man. Let me, let me hear about that resume, man. Wasn't national. Oh, hold on now. You know what I'm saying? So how, how was that? How was that feeling? Being like recognized as, you know, the best athlete, you know, in, in the state. How how was that? How was that feel? Um man, looking you back. You talking shit on here, man. You ain't gotta be humble. You no, can talk no. shit on <laughs> I mean, I'm like in my in my mind, I'm really not not that humble. But also at the same time, I didn't really like I was excited to move on and go to college and like I knew I was good enough to play at the college level and maybe the pros at the time. Mm -hmm. So I like, I was happy about it. Don't get me wrong. I was excited, but like, I didn't really dwell on it that much. And um, we never won state either. So that was like something that. That was one of your goals. That hit that I was, I was more mad about that. I think than any accolades I got at the time, like I'm obviously proud of them and, excited and all that but like i actually if you want me to brag on myself the coolest thing i did in high school was so i never won state in football and i think we only lost like five games my whole career damn they were like four of them were in the playoff and then the basketball team i played basketball we were we were pretty good but like we we just didn't have the guys to win state once you play the teams from like nashville and memphis yeah. Um, so I I ran the decathlon my senior year, <laughs> one and one stayed in that. Um, Man, the only one running in that race, decathlon. Whoa, I know that's that's. It was a grind, yeah. but I'm glad I did it. You know, it was it was a it was an interesting experience for sure. Um, what was it like training for that? Like, did you did you lose a bunch of weight? Like, what was I can't imagine even. No, no. Not really. I think I naturally lost a little bit, just like running yeah. track. Um, but I was like out, probably like y'all too. Like my junior senior year of high school was probably like the best shape I've been in my whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, like from like a, I didn't have grown man strength or anything, but I had like I could run all day long and jump and like nothing. You know, and they just wake up and do it all over again. Oh yeah, no throwing this, no nothing. We going to get it. Yeah, and then they just beat that out of you in college. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. So uh, you talked about obviously going to Notre Dame. So Tennessee was kind of out because they were on a on a downturn. So you that's where you wanted to go. You know, your childhood. Then once you got to that point, they were kind of out. But uh, who did you choose uh, Notre Dame over? I know you had some big time offers coming out. It was really Tennessee. Um, mm -hmm. It was those two. Um, you know, looking back, 
I would I would still go to Notre Dame. I, I had a great experience there. Um, and getting away from home, I think, was good, too. Mm. But if I had to pick somewhere else, um, I probably, I mean, Stanford, I really liked Stanford, but, like, their program was so bad at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Remember, uh, I saw y'all at the, at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to go say what's up. Uh, I think y'all were with Will Blackman, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I visited BC and I I didn't really like watch a lot of BC and they showed me a highlight tape and it was sh- like literally strictly Will Blackman highlights. <laughs> like Will Blackman was, 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 was a he was a dog at he was. <laughs> both sides too. They wide receiver and DB. He was catching like wide receiver screens like every other clip to the house. Um, so that I I just thought that was funny. Like after I left, I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Man, I remember watching his tape." That yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I got recruited by a few schools here and there, but at the end of the day, it was always Tennessee or Notre Dame. So let's talk about your your experience um, in South Bend, man. Uh, obviously, a, a, a rich uh, football history um, up there, man. Like just 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 talk about you know as a as a freshman um, stepping on on campus, you know, you just mentioned, like, you know, you knew you could go to the next level um, and play college ball. Like, how was it for you um, your freshman year? Was it any, like, moments where, like, damn, like, I'm here now? Or was it kind of like a smooth transition for you? It, it was smooth. Um, I was probably, like, a little immature, um, and I didn't know football like I thought I did. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't know where to come down and cover three. I didn't know how to identify, like, two by two, three by one. Like, I'd never watched film, and I, like, I couldn't process things very quickly. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could sit in the classroom and, like, go over things with the coach. Um, but w- once we got on the field, I was lost for, like, most of the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's kind of like you know nowadays I'm kind of known as a smarter guy who knows the game and all that stuff and like back then I was the opposite the exact opposite yeah. running around and uh did you start you were started out of the gate no no so I I uh they don't call it red shirting in Notre Dame but that's what it is uh I, I red shirted and then my next year I started playing well. I started mm-hmm. figuring out how to look at look at the game and and study it, and had a good uh, had a good uh, spring ball. But we had we had two pretty good safeties, uh, David Bruton and Kyle McCarthy, and okay, Sergio. Yeah, I came I came out with Bruton. Yeah, and I played with Serge in uh, in New England. Yeah, so we had all those guys. Like Serge was a year above, and then. Uh, K Mac was another year, and then Bruton, I think, was a year above. And uh, so I started playing a little outside linebacker just to get on the field. Um, and I'm glad I did it, but I, I wasn't very good there either, to be honest. But I was playing, I was on the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I learned a lot. We weren't very good. I was I was part of that problem for sure on the defense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which, which honestly, though, like nowadays, when I come down in the box, I do think that that helps me. 
because uh, I played mm-hmm. linebacker at 205, like playing like basically like a nine technique in an under front for for a whole year. Yeah. Like, actually, I don't think at that age. Yeah, I, I think you might have just left UConn. Uh, we played UConn. Yeah. That was, that was, I think that was our biggest. Nope, nope. Yes. That was our biggest win in program history. At least that's how they framed it. And uh, Man, I think I uh, we had to run it back with dreads at the yeah. time. And, and um, I think Jordan Todman, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I was a main part of that loss, honestly, because uh, <laughs> they were running it. They were running like. I don't know what you call it, like 22 personnel, 23 personnel, like all the way down the field and running there. Yeah, no quarterback. Right right at me at the (laughs) stand. And I was, you know, the first drive went all right, but I I wore down after that. Um, So I I still remember those things every every time I set the edge and stuff. Um, But then we had a coaching change a couple years later. Brian Kelly came in. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when I really started playing really good football at the safety position. Uh, we had actually, he went to, I think he went to UConn after Bob Diaco came in as a D coordinator. Yep. He kind of, he kind of made things simple. Um, and then Chuck Martin was my coach, my, my defensive backs coach. He's at Miami of Ohio now. And mm-hmm. he like, he was awesome. Like he mm-hmm. changed my whole, uh, like mindset, my whole approach to the game. Um, Still stay in touch with him. Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, what, what was one of those big for, for the young young uh, listeners, young players that that's listening to this? Like, what was one or two of, like, the biggest things when it comes to, like, a Chuck Martin or Bob Diaco that came in? Because I know I had Todd Orlando in, uh, in college, and he's he was a D.C. at USC, but I don't know where he is now. But um, and understanding formations, understanding leverage, like, those were two of the biggest things uh, as a corner and somebody that played in the inside that I had to learn. What was it for you at that collegiate level? Obviously, you get to the NFL, it's so a completely different level of ball. But on that collegiate level, what was the biggest things for you that made you go from, you know, a guy who was kind of still trying to figure it out to, okay, now now I'm here and you're developing as a, as a big-time player? Um, I would say I would say leverage, like you talked about, then, like, mm-hmm. leverage in relationship to, like, where you probably have a teammate – um, especially when it comes to tackling, like 
you can, you know, if you're in a two high, you can normally count, you know, the safety coming or if it's cover two, you know, corner, mm-hmm. depending on what corner it is. That's one thing I've learned. <laughs> hey, yes, you got to know you with two. Not all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, leverage and um, like before anything else, though, is confidence and yeah. and not like not like just going out and talking shit to talk shit or like acting confident, but like truly being comfortable with being on the field and like being able to, I don't want to say like execute your assignment, but like, you know, like, like something, something like that. It's not always that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I, I and, uh, like for myself, I think that's when I was like at my most comfortable was like when I like the game plan, like I knew the game plan, but then I was so comfortable with what I knew the opposing offense was going to do. Like that's when I felt like I played my played my best. And then like, you know, playing in Indy and D-Buck by the bus of coverage. I'm like, yo, D-Buck, nah, you're supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's when I felt like I was the the, the, the more comfortable when, but now nah, you, you hit that on the head though. Yeah, and that's that's something that I think gets lost in football because like nobody wants to be viewed as um, like soft or hesitant or unsure of themselves, and like everybody's gonna have doubts at times. Like, mm-hmm. like not necessarily in your ability, but sometimes you just like you you just you just mess up a lot. Like it happens sometimes, and you can't like you can't find a play, and you gotta. You gotta like calm down. Yeah, plays will come to you as long as you do do what you're supposed to do within whatever it is. Because there's so many different, so many different defenses, so many different offenses. Like there's so many different ways to be successful in football. And one thing I've learned is like knowing what your role is and then being able to excel in that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah not only make is good for me but it makes the guy next to me better and then that makes me better at the same like uh, it just kind of it just grows yeah and uh until you kind of almost calm down like i tell young safeties they get the erratic feet on the snap i'm like just don't move like let the ball snap and don't move for like a second Mm mm-hmm then move decisively. Um, but those things are things that you don't always get taught. You kind of have to learn by trial and error, like like y'all know. Uh, yeah. But I think that, a lot, a lot, a lot of that confidence too, man. You you can't get that kind. Like you said, it ain't just about talking and saying, "Yeah, I'm the best," and I'm gonna make plays. And I'm gonna do this. You got to put that work in to be confident. You got to put that work in and knowing your plays and then get to a point of, okay, now I know what the guys around me are doing. And then like AB said, the next level of that is, I know what the guys that I'm going against are trying to do to attack, you know, maybe the, the weaknesses of this coverage or of some players, uh, especially as a safety out here. So you can't just get that. And, it, and it, it's funny you said that because um, about calming down, I was having a conversation with my younger cousin over the weekend and, he was uh he was talking to my aunt and she was like, Darius, come over here, man. Jordan, he just said it's impossible to go to the NFL. Like your cousin, he went to that and he was like, Man, I'm like, Jordan, talk to me, man. What's up? He's like, Man, I just get out there and 
<laughs> like when it's time to play, I just forget everything. <laughs> I just the boss now. I play safety and I just forget everything. And as a in high school, I don't even remember really knowing play. Like we got got a simple call, and then I was just playing. I was just flying around. I didn't even think that much to even be able to try to forget. But some people really out there trying to know, and it, and that's the that's a big part. Calming down and once again putting that work in so that you can build some confidence. But uh, that, I guess that's hey. a big. Big key right there. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny, though, because, again, like, just think about, I'm pretty sure Harris and D, but y'all both probably had these um, situations where you got young DBs that's coming in to, like, training camp. And, you know, it gets to a point, and it's like, yo, like, we we working on our weaknesses. Like, we know, yeah. we know defense, you know, you know we, we not going through the most, but we working on different shit. But you got some younger guys that's coming in, they like, damn, like this shit tough. Like, yo, OG, can can I come to your room and yeah. can we go over these plays? And I remember I, I had a couple of young boys, they'll come to the room and they'll they'll spit the whole defense out. Like, and I'm like, yo, this guy's motion, what we going to? And they'll shoot it. Like, yo, we going to the second digit. I right, if it go from three by one to a two by two, what we doing? And they'll spit it out. I'm like, yo, like, so this is what you gotta do tomorrow. Like, yeah. Think ahead. Like, if they come out in a two-by-two, two, just think in your head, like, if they motion it empty or if they motion three-by-one, what are we going to? You know what I'm saying? Yep. You'll be good. They'll be like, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there the next yeah. day. Yeah, they'll walk through the box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, we just walked. We just sat and talked about this last night. And it, 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 it'd be real. It'd just be like, when you get into that, that real situation, man, like, some people just lose it. So, like you said, calming down, that's that's a real thing. That's a real thing. That that's big. I think what helps too is is communication, man, on defense. Pre-snap, in meetings. Like you you shouldn't be in the meetings just letting the film run. Like if you on that film, talk, man. Nickel left, nickel right, hey, down right, down, close left, close right. Just so that sometimes it's for yourself to to you know re reconfirm some shit or you letting your your other guys know. So um all, all those things, all those details. Make sure uh, you know you're taking those notes and you're applying them, you know, when you when you hit into that when you hit in that field. But um, for the people that are listening, um, but uh, to continue on with your career, uh, you know, you talked about all the things in your progression on the collegiate level. What was that process like? You know, kind of where we are right now in the season or the off season, going from the collegiate level to the pros. You know, the training. You know, where did you think you were going? What ran all these different things? How, what was that process like for you? Uh, I, so I, I work out with a guy here named Charles Patron and mm -hmm. uh, I always knew I would do my, my combine prep with him. Uh, so that was easy. Like mm -hmm. I told every agent I talked to, I was like, I don't care what type of tra like high performance training you got or whoever you send your guys to, like I'm training here. So if that's a problem, <laughs> it's not going to work out. Somebody you already trusted. Yeah. And, um, so I, I like I lived in his house and his wife cooked my meals and all that and um we just got after it every day and uh, mm -hmm. that was that was really like it was awesome I, like I was in my hometown but like I really told myself that I wasn't like I was nowhere I was just at the gym like every day nothing else gym uh, you know, I did a little bit of like the the uh, the classroom type of prep. Um, 
I didn't do a ton of DB drills. Like, did a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I ramped it up a little bit. I played in the senior bowl. So I did a little bit like the week before mm -hmm. and then a little bit before the combine. Um, so that was kind of, it was a good way to start my career. I was like, like, uh, like y'all were saying, I think it was UAB, like the preparation gives you the confidence. And so I like, mm -hmm. I already knew that it was already done. Like I had, I had worked every day, like everybody talks about no days off and all this, like there was literally not a day off where I was not getting better. Um, I don't, by the way, I don't think that's like a realistic way to live, but, <laughs> but like, for like a month or two, yeah, yeah, it was fine. Doing, doing, do, yeah, doing that. I talk to young cats all the time when they're going through this process, and I tell them, this, this shit right here, this, this part right here, you going from because it's gonna be the longest you at it because you're going right from college, then you're going from combine prep, draft prep, and then you got mini camps, and you go right into a season, and then you know it's that long. That's this. You gotta cut. You gotta cut all the distractions, all that shit out. So no days off. You about to go golf right now. Yeah, this year eleven off season is different yeah, right now. Yeah. After that rookie year, plenty of days off. Uh, yeah. But the, but like you said, that 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 rookie year just rolls from your college career, and it does not stop until yeah. whenever you're done your rookie year. Um, but I was ready for it because of all the work I had put in along the way. Um, so, so I, like that really, it went pretty smooth. Um, and the senior bowl is really where, like why I got drafted, where I got drafted. Um, I really like, wasn't pegged as a first round guy. I was more like second or third. And, um, it was a pretty thin safety class. And then the Minnesota staff coached us at the senior bowl. Ah, um, uh, Okay. And they 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 liked they liked me, um, so uh, by the time the draft came around, they went up. I think they traded from like thirty five to get me at twenty nine. Um, mm -hmm. So so that that worked out um, as far as like being prepared for the draft prep. And they drafted a couple other guys that were in that game. Um, so those things really do like they matter, like the human interaction. Yeah, how you practice, um, and it's an all star game, so it's not like it's not exactly real life, but yeah, you know, was there any conversations with your agent as far as sitting that game out? No, or you know, no, no? it was like that was that was something you need to play in the jump to jump up, yeah, because I knew I could, I could like increase my value by doing that, yeah. Um, if I was a guy that couldn't, I don't know why you would play, um, yeah. And and it takes some like self awareness and like mm -hmm. some realistic like you can't just always think like I'm oh, I'm the man I'm going up yeah or like yeah. whatever uh, you gotta you gotta understand like Mark Barron was the number one safety mm -hmm. clear cut at the time and then there was a couple of us you know after him and they had we were all kind of all over the place and and so that was uh there was good players in there like jo I played with George Iloka in that game I ended up playing with him yeah. Yeah. Like, he's an awesome player. Um, so, like, uh, and I mean, in that senior ball, like, Russell Wilson was in that game. I think Bobby Wagner, Kirk Kirk Cousins was in it. Um, man, there was a bunch of guys that are still playing. Uh, yeah. 
who else? I know I, I love that senior bowl week personally because I it was similar to me. I was a second round, late first tweener going into the draft. And uh, I think Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins was a clear-cut corner, but he was potentially going to be a safety. Vontae mm-hmm. Davis was the next guy, but he was a junior. So I was like, shit, this is another opportunity for me to go out there and compete, you know, not ducking no smoke, you know, get because that practice week is the most important thing about, uh, you know, obviously the senior bowl games, getting those one-on-one reps, coaching staff, NFL coaching staff, installing some simple things, but just seeing how you learn to adjust. Um, so I, I enjoyed my my time down there in uh, Mobile on yeah. the field at, at least, and it definitely paid paid dividends. Did they did they let you uh, press or play? Um, do what you want. Yeah, I feel like one day they did, and I know it was another. It was other times where they they was like, "Hey, everybody has to play off." And I know in the games we couldn't press. In the game yeah. we couldn't press at all. But I think during the week. At least one day, because I feel like I for sure remember pressing some guy. And it was sometimes some things that we did that we weren't supposed to do. But yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm going up against this cat. Like I, I want, I want this this rep. It's got to be live. So you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not out here about to get set up. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that week of, of competing because uh, I think that's part of it too. Like you said, you got to have that self awareness. Some guys. Definitely don't need it. It's just the same way some guys don't need to go to the combine. They could just mm-hmm. hold their own pro day. Um, but for me and for most of us, you know, any opportunity, you get a chance to compete. And I was coming from UConn, too. So that wasn't a football powerhouse by any stretch. So I had to go out there and uh, take every opportunity that I could. Shout out to Jim Nagy and those senior bowl guys. Shit, I, I wasn't fortunate enough to, to, to perform in the senior bowl. Um, my big my big showdown was uh, the Magnolia Gridiron Classic. Mm. <laughs> that shit was the worst. The worst <laughs> game ever. It was how it sounded. Oh Magnolia, man. Yeah. Magnolia, but you know, um, you know, but but again, you know, you're gonna take advantage of all opportunities presented in front of you. So, uh, you gotta take it and run with it. But shoot, man, let's talk about it, man. You, you know, you said it, you. Senior Bowl, Minnesota Vikings um, coaching staff. They draft you um, late first round, um, and now you're going to to to, to mini camps and training camp as a first rounder. So obviously, we all know how you know you go in and you got this this tag on you a first rounder. So you, they're banking on you to have an immediate impact. How was your rookie year, man? Like, did you? I know we all have those learning curves, but did you have any wild moments in that in that rookie season and how was it for you? Um like the wow moments were really because that was the year that Adrian went nuts and he almost broke the record. Adrian. Mm-hmm. Um so the wow moments were more just like watching him when we were on the sideline. Um Percy Harvin had a nuts start to that year, like the first half. Yeah. Yeah. He was so man. I tell everybody like he was the most incredible player I've seen. Like those first like eight nine games, he was going nuts. Dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> that out VA baby. Yeah, that dynamic. We came out the same draft. I think he went twenty two to the Vikings. I was one of the teams that told me they would take me, but uh, when Percy was throwing the ball. I, I, I can't be mad. At, I can't be mad at that pick right there. Yeah. But yeah, he 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 was crazy. But what was it like getting into that first training camp and seeing two eight on the other side? Because I feel like 
from the gate, he was looked at. He was one of the all-time best. We knew that would be the case with Jump. I know coming into my training camp, had Brady, had Randy Moss. So that was kind of like the first, like, okay, you know, yeah. I'm really here. What, what was that like? It was um, it was definitely like, it was kind of a wild thing. Uh, and he, like, he was super, uh, like, approachable and, like, yep. like, interactive with, it didn't matter who you were. Um, so that, that made it, like, kind of an easier transition. Like, oh, like, I do belong here. Like, you know, there wasn't any, like, I don't know, if there wasn't any, like, clicks or anything like that. Like, mm -hmm. um, so just hanging around him, like, it already kind of gave me confidence. But, uh, like, you could feel him, like, when we would just run and do our seven on, or our, like, our no pad practices. Yeah. Like, he would, like, look to go get you. Like, <laughs> like instead of running away from you, he would just run right at me at, like, <laughs> at the safety position and uh all the older guys do not touch 28 like we're, yeah. yeah and so you would have to like get out of his way and you could feel him, like you could feel how how violent he was like like as he ran by you um so i think by the time the games came around like even though i wasn't like tackling adrian or anything like just that speed between him and percy every day um the games were the games were definitely fast. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still it's still you know faster than anything I'd seen before. But I wasn't blown away, I guess, and I was like able to calm down quicker and see things more like as they are instead of like you know how it is. Like like we were talking about, you start making stuff up and you start seeing yep. seeing things that aren't real. Um, yeah. but I think that helped me. Just by being around that speed. What um what year? I know the, the the leap for me was from year one to year two, my rookie season to my second season. I, I think I had a a a major leap. Like what year was that for you where you felt as though like I'm playing good, but now I'm at that that level where I'm one of the top safeties in the league. Like what year was that for you? Man, honestly, like I I felt that my rookie year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was true or not, but, <laughs> but I like not the not at the beginning of it, but like mid season at the end of the year, I was like, I'm I'm pretty good. Like I can make plays in a lot of different ways out here. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I, I I got hurt early in my second year, and then we had a coaching change, and then when uh, Zimmer's staff came in. Like it was a whole different type of defense that I'd never, uh, I'd never had any like any interaction with, and so mm -hmm. that that was probably like fourteen, fifteen. So like probably my third, fourth years were when I really started feeling like I was thinking a little deeper into the game of mm -hmm. like I, you know like I knew route concepts and like general things how they want to attack cover two or whatever cover three you run or how they identify man, all that stuff. But I started thinking a little more detailed on like, like our pressures and then like, you know, what areas of the field offensive coordinators like to do certain things. And like, actually it's one thing to watch it on film and a coach says like, they just crossed the 50. Like what do we do? Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. to actually make a tackle 
and then go to the huddle and tell everybody like, all right, this is what we see on film right here. As you're getting yeah. like, like that's it's simple, but like in the moment, it's kind of yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, and now, like, I take some of that for granted now. And I like, I did kind of notice like I wasn't being as vocal with that stuff because like you kind of sound like a broken record almost. Yeah. But it's only a broken record to me because I've been here. I've been here long. So right. like, young guys, they need to hear that. I need Thanks. to hear it sometimes for sure. Like, like Pat P. Pat P. Would give me a he give me a little something before a, a play. Xavier Woods, uh, the other safety next to me this past year. Like, there was plenty of times this year where, not that I was lost. Like, I was, I was out there. I knew my assignment and everything. But he would like look over and, and like give me a little look, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. And it helped. Like I get that, the that. in. I tried yeah. that with him. So like, when you're around those smart guys. And it's not just like being a smart guy, it's being like a smart guy that can do it when it matters. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how you like know if that's the case until you're out there. Um, but the like you said, the more the more guys you have in the secondary like that that are talking and they're not yes. scared to ask questions or scared to speak up, it just makes everybody better. Better. Even when you're wrong, like <laughs> you're still thinking and you're still talking, so like pretty stressed out. Yeah, and 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 one and one of them things in that we used to always say was like, look, man, like just talk loud. So like, if you're talking loud and you're wrong, you know somebody can correct you. But if you're yep. silent and you're wrong, then shit, like we all we all gonna be messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Regardless, like just be out there talking, say something. So I know at least <laughs> you know what I mean. I can tell you like, nah, bro, you you, you yeah. wrong. Fact, and you know, and you know the saying too. We are we all wrong. We are we all right. Yeah. You know, yeah. if everybody get on that same page, then maybe we get to the sideline, babe. We, we you know we all fuck that checkup, but we <laughs> on the same page, so we good money, man. But I know that's when you said. Uh, I think you said between three and four. That's kind of when the game, you know, quote unquote, slowed down for you. Is that when you kind of turned up? Uh, you're disguising your pre because that's one of my favorite uh, parts of your game, watching the game. And it's one thing, obviously, and it's like you said, knowing the game, being calm and being able to think through things helps you be able to do that. Not just, you know, line up like, hey, I just don't want to F up my assignment. But is that when you ramped up the pre snap disguise, knowing, hey, the quarterback, if I'm giving him this key, he thinks it's quarter, if I'm showing shoulders to the post, like when it, is that when at the same time that ramped up for you? Yeah, it is. Um mm -hmm. And like for a few different reasons, you know, some of it was, you know, myself just being more comfortable in the NFL. Um, a lot of it was like our third down packages. Yeah. I was supposed to align on the line of scrimmage. Like, and so was the nickel. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, get to the middle of the field. That was how it started. Or, and then I, you know, you start, you start doing, doing it one way and then maybe spinning back and going to the half or act like you get out because you know it's a dummy count and then you come off the edge mm -hmm. um, and then you you know you find different ways to do it on first and second down because i i would st i still you know came off the edge frequently enough to make it i think we have to respect it but yeah and um so 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 zim definitely helped me out with like trying to learn the game of like only show stuff that looks like you can actually do it. Yeah. Yep. 
and it, and obviously you want the other safety like if i'm going down him coming to the middle or if he's showing down um and I, i've been fortunate to play with a bunch of safeties that are that play along with that mm-hmm. so that's i mean that's part of it. you just can't be out there by yourself like running like showing weird stuff because it doesn't make sense like the quarterback can just look at the corner of the nickel and be like that's where he aligns in cover two or like you yeah. know so um make it too easy yeah so some you know some of it is more of a collective collective deal with that with that um because i mean another player another safety that i think about that you know was great at the skies and you really couldn't pinpoint where he was at was 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 troy palomalu um was there any time in your career where you kind of study film on him as far as you know what he did how he was able to um confuse quarterbacks and things of that nature yeah he uh he was a guy i, I watched just like as a fan uh yeah. you know for a while and then once i got into the league yeah especially early in my career uh i watched a lot of him and uh we played him before i got hurt in that second season we played him and uh i got to talk to him after the game and he he said like like he's such a cool like easygoing guy yeah, yeah. like I don't know him well but that's what it seemed like mm-hmm. and he said like he said that he had like he he loved he he might have told this to everybody I don't know but he said like he that he learned from watching me and like that is something that I hold on to for sure like I watch I don't. I mean, I don't discriminate who I steal things from. Like, if it's a rookie who's doing something nice, I'll steal it from him. Like, yeah. you know, like, I, 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 that just gave me, like, a ton of respect for everybody's game and how everybody got here because everyone's different. Everyone has, like, their, their things that they might be better than myself or others at. And if you can steal a little bit from everybody, then it's just going to make yourself better. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, like that 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 respect though for for what guys do on the field, I definitely hold on to for sure. Yeah, that's what's so I got. I got to ask you. This just came to my mind. So you're in a in a in a weird spot as a, I guess I would say as a white man in America, because you're 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 in your thirties. Not only are you a minority in your field, but when you get to the DB room, secondary room, I can look think back at my nine years. I probably had. I had one white safety. I think I played with Zibby Zibikowski. I don't yeah. know if you know what. He what was, what still, was it? my rookie? My my freshman year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah that, Notre Dame guy. Earlier, because Zibby was crazy as hell. Z- he Zibby was. Hey, I, he's I, had me taking shots before I I practice. Had, <laughs> yeah, I, I took some shots with Zibby before practice too. <laughs> I think I had three. I think I, I had Zibby. I had Matt Giordano. Mm-hmm. And um, I had Bubba, Bubba Ventrell. Bubba, too, yeah. I had Cole Anderson, too. But what was that? What's that been like for you, man? Obviously, every room, you know, you probably won maybe one of two AB where we go to HBCUs. I went to a PWI, predominantly white institution. So in classrooms, I was probably one of the only two black guys once I got past certain classes. But what? Has that experience been like uh, for you? Anything stands out? Any funny shit that you had to deal with it? Nobody probably know. Uh, what's that been like for you? Um, there's definitely like, kind of like you said, like I like, I like, I think it's funny that 
like or not funny but it's just like it's like an inverse of uh like society i guess yeah um yeah. and it's it's fun like we normally make like uh i started with andrew sandejo for a couple years so he's he's a white guy so we had two yeah. white guys. yeah and it, that's an that's an anomaly right there <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and we just like it was constant jokes of just like how we were just gonna get bombed on and like <laughs> like we were both just way too too nosy on the ball and all that. Um but yeah, we we had fun with it. Like I like you said, I it's uh it's I don't know. I don't I don't really think of it now, I guess. Um Yeah. Yeah. But I guess most of the most of the guys I've played with, like all my mentors, I guess have been black, like in, for the most part in football. Uh, like a lot of my like DB coaches, mm-hmm. a lot of my like the the first two guys that really taught me about the league were uh, Jamarcus Sanford and Mistrell Raymond, and they were they were safeties a couple of years ahead of me, and mm-hmm. then you had Antoine Winfield, and um, I. I, I I mean, we always make jokes. Legend, legend, right there. Yeah, he was. He did some crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't. Never really thought about it that much, I guess. But uh, we definitely make. You know, we keep it fun. Keep it. Like, <laughs> got, to, jokes, got to. You got to. Got to. Got to. But uh, what else we got, man? Um, I would say this, right? So going to year 11 right so i'm not sure when you came into the league you was like look i want to play x amount of years or i don't know if you had a number on it but i know um for me um year 11 after 10 it was like anything after 10 was was gravy right but obviously you going in 11 um been you know mainly healthy like what what else do you see for for Harrison Smith as a player on the field, like you know, what I mean, what keeps you what keeps you motivated? I think it kind of changed time a little bit. Um, you know, early on it was it was can I play at this level? It was, mm-hmm. and then it's how good can I can I get? Um, you want to get paid? I wanted to get paid, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. um, those things are all I've I've done a lot of those things like but winning the Super Bowl is like I don't know if that's the only thing I haven't done but like it's definitely the thing I like that I'm missing yeah mm-hmm. so that you know and like just saying that though is like so many guys say that that's like I don't mean to say it lightly um it takes a lot more than a safety to to do that it takes a lot uh in the organization to get that done um but that's that's one thing that like if i can still play i'll i'll chase that um you know at some point if i'm still chasing it and they're like (laughs) good enough anymore then like i'll go home yeah Uh, but i'm still having fun and i like I'm not going to lie, like, do I love going in and, like, grinding every day? Like, no, I don't really. But I love game day. I love, yeah. like, and I I always have. 
And if that ever were to leave, then it'd probably be time to step away. But I don't, I just don't see that happening. Like you can't find it anywhere else. Like it's so like chaotic, but like sometimes organized and sometimes like, it's just like, so it's so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Special. Yeah. Like you said, you're not going to find it anywhere else. I know for sure, you know, so enjoy that shit while you can, man. <laughs> <laughs> facts, man. Who, who knows, man? You might hang it up and then get a call two years later like uh, Weddle did, went out there and got him a bowl. Yeah, but, uh, that was that was wild. That was awesome. That was unbelievable to see. And uh, we, we, that was a, a former we, – we had him on the pod as well. Obviously, great safety, great career, but so – so smart, man. Been coming in the building, week, whatever, and in the Super Bowl, you got the green dot on your helmet. Like that, that's that that that's crazy. That speaks um volumes. But uh you just brought up the Super Bowl. You guys got a new uh my former teammate actually, Kevin O'Connell, new head coach, uh, one of A B's guys as a new GM. Uh, what's the direction you guys see? Uh you see the franchise going. Um, obviously, you got some shit going on in Green Bay. You don't know what's going on with their mm-hmm. quarterback. Young quarterback in Chicago, you know, Detroit, you know, Detroit. Uh what, what you see the direction going, Minnesota? I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna speak for those guys. I've you know, I've talked to talked to both of them, talked to uh the D coordinator at Donatel. Um so hopefully, you know, look forward to getting to know all of them better and knowing what they want out of me and want out of us. Um mm-hmm. Durante Jones is the DB coach. He was actually my DB coach two years ago. Okay. Uh, so that's like kind of the one, uh, like, guy that I've I've been around and uh, kind of know how he operates. And he's he's a great coach. He's a great teacher. Uh, so I'm 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 happy to to be back around him for sure. Um, but as far as like the direction of 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 the Vikings, I mean, I hope the direction is is to win as many games as we can. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm not a decision maker in that regard. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how things unfold here and um, just have myself ready uh, down here. And once I go back, uh, just try to try to be a piece that can that can make the organization successful and those around me successful. That's you know, that's all. So yeah. you can play it right now. Like so all you can do. Yeah. So Ed Donatel, man, um, I had him my first year in San Fran, man, when he was um I he was our DB coach um uh, under uh Vic Fangio, man. You wouldn't like Ed, man. Ed uh I feel like I worked out for him coming out of college. He was uh, he 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 a little different. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Right? Yeah, he, 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 he wired a little different. He, he's wired a little different, but um, but I like it though. I like it though. Yeah. Definitely, you know. Kind of need that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you definitely need that. Um, but again, I as a position coach is one thing. Now as a DC, like sometimes you have to kind of manage that a little different. Sometimes, yeah. You know what I mean, where you just. You manage in the DB room, but now you manage in the whole side of uh, of the ball. But uh, Ed Donatel, man, he good people's man. I think you gonna have a good time with him. Yeah, been a, been a, been around a while. Yeah, but so, yeah, man, man. we're gonna let you get on these get on that golf course, man, and try to get that swing right. back, man. But we <laughs> definitely appreciate you stopping in, man, for 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 the DB room, man. Yeah, um, sure. 
been a pleasure, man. Just you know, just watching you from when you first came into the league to to now, man. One of the, the best safeties to ever do it, and even one of the best safeties in the league now, man. So again, man, keep doing your thing, man, and and, and hope nothing but the best for you. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate y'all having me on. I do, um, AB. I do remember. I forgot what year it was. Maybe fifteen. We played y'all out in San Fran. Mm-hmm. To start the season. Start the season. Yep. yep. And um, I had a pretty good hit on Kaepernick near the sideline, and uh, I lost my mouthpiece. And and like. AB hey, probably stepped on this. No, shit. he he pointed it out for me. I remember because like. I was kind of like, you know, like near their sideline and guys were like kind of mad. I just hit the quarterback and stuff. Mm -hmm. Little, little like trying to figure out what was going on. And he he saw me looking for my mouthpiece. So I always, I was just telling my little brother that like, (laughs) I was always a fan uh, beforehand, but that was, it's just one of those. Hey, B, being a bit of fucking nice guy. Hey, look at here, man. One thing <laughs> I do, man. He froze up on him. Hold on. Yeah, he froze up on him. So. Oh, there we go. There you go. Nah, one thing, I respect the game, man. And, you know, like I said, I respect my man game. He, you know, he need that mouthpiece, man. You know, he's <laughs> he coming down the hill. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, hey, look, you might want to grab that, brother. <laughs> but, uh, but, nah, man. Again, man, appreciate you, boss. Oh, thank hey, you. Dan, you just made me think. What, what was your, What's your favorite hit? In your career so far, man. I know you done had some. You go, you got a moniker, the hit man. What, man. What's the hit man's favorite hit? It's hard to get them nowadays. Uh, Facts. Uh, my, uh, I had one last year or like two years ago. It's not my favorite, but one of my high school coaches was texting me about how like the, some of the guys he had were, you know, they didn't like the hit and they were a little too soft. And, <laughs> For some reason that like resonated with me and mm-hmm. that it was like a, the next day i got kicked out of uh, the game against the texans for like a helmet to helmet hit not that i'm like proud of trying to like you know hurt somebody or anything but yeah that's how it happened it was a bang bang play and uh i was sitting in the locker room like watching the game because i had to go in I was like, show your show your guys that like sometimes you gotta put that on tape. Like it's not how you want to play every time, but that's a fact. You know, you can't let them take all the physicality out of the game. You gotta have yeah. some. Still a violent game. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Still a violent game playing at full speed. I got my best hit in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you gotta gotta get them when you can. Put that on film. Who who is the player? Ooh, I call Thielen. I thought so. It, it was it was close to y'all sideline too. It was probably right around the he ran a fade on um on Vontae. and he had he had routed uh Vontae Davis my right corner. I was playing the post, and uh, who was the quarterback? Bradford was the quarterback, and it was t- I knew he was going there. Thielen was the X. It was three by one away, so I kind of showed away pre snap. He Bradford was one of those textbook quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You show him single high, he gonna go to the X matchup and. Thielen routed uh, Vontae, but he beat him on an inside release, which, you know, for yeah, safety, it makes it get you a couple steps closer. And, man, I lined him up. They flagged me. You know, I got a fine for it. But it, it, was, it was as clean as it could be. I, I caught a little bit of face mask, but, yeah, that was that was, um, that was my favorite it, one. Right? What's that? Y'all be us pretty bad, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we got y'all. We got yeah. y'all. I don't know what it was that day, but everything was clicking for yeah. us. And, man. 
I, everything. I was hurt that game, but I remember watching it and being like, "That's that's every play." And we don't have a chance. <laughs> Everything offense was clicking. We got off the field first drive. AP was he wasn't his 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 normal set. He was coming back off an of injury, I think. Mm. Um, so yeah, obviously I had Diggs and Thielen, but yeah, every everything went our way uh that night. Love that nothing stadium like, though. Stadium was fine. Nothing like nothing like getting a good hit. <laughs> nothing like that. Nothing like well nah, picking that ball off. Yeah, <laughs> true. Pick six. Give me give me that tater. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Harrison, man. Hit, hit him straight today. Yes, sir. Y'all take care. All right, too, man. brother. Peace. There you have it. Another one. Another one. DJ Calibers. Um, Another Harrison, one. Harrison Smith, man. Again, one of the top safeties to play the game. And obviously one of the top safeties in the game right now. Uh, appreciate you for stopping in, tapping in with the man-to-man pod. Again, man, I'm one half. A.B., Got my co-host, D-Butt. Yes, sir. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We out. Out of here.